Right, welcome to episode one of what I like to call the rope break. I'm joined by my mate Josh and just gonna chat shit really about wrestling and Sorry. the indies. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. sort of before we started recording about how people are probably gonna rinse us for talking or doing a wrestling podcast. So people will just keep thinking it's fake and we sort of, as much as we agree, it's a bit. I don't. I don't want to call it. It's just. I always predetermined, but then people watch films, and films are predetermined. Uh, well, not predetermined, but like acting. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like. It's like your general soap opera, innit? Like, people yeah. will sit down, like, what is it, like, a couple times a week to watch EastEnders, and, like, they'll just go, oh, oh my god, Stacey Beal on him. Oh my yeah. god, I can't believe it. It's the same principle, isn't it? It's like, I heard well, it's every, every week you'll have cliffhangers and people going, oh, I can't wait for next week. And they'll tune in. And then yeah, nobody will exactly. back an eyelid of somebody watching, I don't know, a fake death scene or, I don't know, yeah. whatever, on EastEnders or Cory. But as soon as you go, oh, I like wrestling, people go, oh, that's fake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, as much as it is, there's only so many ways you can get dropped on your back or your head. Or anything in a softened manner, really. Yeah, it's like it's entertainment in the day. I don't understand. Like I've had people <coughs> in the past. Like if I'm in a party chat, for example, with you and Dylan, and I'll yeah. talk about wrestling. Like they'll just chime in and be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, it's fake, mate! Like what yeah. are you doing? Why are you getting so worked up?" But then they'll join a party chat. And they'll be like, "Oh, did you see? Like it's I like, can't believe you did that." I'm just like, "Yeah, that's fake, mate. Yeah, that's that, not real. It, it's sort of like." When you meet somebody for, like, meet a new mate or whatever, and you, they go, what do you do? Like, what, what's your hobbies, interests? You go, I'm talking to my wrestling, go watch them now, or whatever it might be. You know, you know as much, even if they don't say anything, you know it's like the elephant in the room, they're going, hey, you watch his, like, fake fighting. And it's, yeah. it's the same with anybody, and it was like, oh, it's fake fighting, it's terrible. I, I just like watching men in spandex getting dropped in the back, <laughs> like, pretending to be punched. Yeah, it's not <laughs> quite there. They don't know West Bandex. Somewhere G. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll mention any names, John Cena. Well, yeah. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, Luke Harper. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't wear him anymore, does he? Oh, he no, he does. He just wears a different kind of pair of jeans, you know? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was like, oh, right, I thought he changed to a jumpsuit. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, that's an area, isn't it? Saying that, though, talking of, obviously, wrestling, I ne- I always used to be in I'm pretty much like you. I used to just love WWE, and WWE was, like, pretty much the only wrestling company in the world for me. Like, TNA was shit. Like, Ring... Uh, not Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor was shit. Everything was shit. It was right. WWE Tunnel Vision. I'm really getting into the indie scene now. I've been to two shows this year. Maybe three. Right. No, two this year, two last year. I really well, like the indie scene. I think I think it's getting as good as or better than WWE just to watch life. You get so much yeah, more freedom. Well, you get like so much more freedom on what you can chant or what you can do. Yeah. It's such more of a laugh. Like I've been to my first one was ICW last year, the same championship wrestling. That was outstanding because you just know what you're gonna get. This is people with blood and. It's not the norm, I suppose. Yeah, that's the thing with like WWE now. Given the PG restriction, 
they're like they're limited of what they can do. Yeah. Like the indies, I don't believe they have any like PG restriction today. No. Well, they they oh. can put their own in, but it's different for every uh, company. Right. Like, ICW yeah. definitely doesn't. All oh, right. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I I have noticed that the indie scene is picking up, and a lot more people are talking about the indies now. Yeah, I I, I have much noticed. prefer the indie scene. Yeah. Like, I haven't personally watched it myself, but it's something I do want to get into, just I don't have time, really. It's like, when people think of the indie scene, they go, oh, it's the wrestlers that never made it, or it's the ones that are, are never going to yeah. make it. Then when you think about it, like, the ICW shows I went to last year, they had uh, Big Demo in it, who is now in NXT. They had right. Wolfgang in it, who was on um, the UK tournament. Uh, Finn Balor used to be in ICW. Like, um, no, I'm da. There's so many, and there's probably ones I'm missing, but there's so many other ones. And then, like, the Attack Pro Wrestling I've been to see twice this year, which is quickly becoming my favourite. Like, they got people like Mark Andrews in there, who's just gone to NXT. Pete Dunn, who's obviously now in NXT. Right. The link to, oh, sorry, Trent Seven's in there as well. He was in ICW, I think. I'm pretty sure he's done something in Attack, or linked to Attack somehow. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, I, I don't feel that's a bit fair if people are saying that, like, the indies for the people who don't make it. Think of all the people who have come from the indies and made yeah. it into, like, big-time promotions like WWE. You've got AJ Styles, Balor, Nakamura, um, I think... They've all come to it, like, one way or another. You've got people like, obviously, Dean Amber, the whole, the whole Shield used to be in some sort of indies. Yeah. As much as well, we, go, we right? now hate Roman Reigns. Yeah, we'll go into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like, think of all that talent that have come up from the Indies. I think like, they're, they're big stars on WWE. Yeah, I think like it's more the British Indies. WWE. I think because yeah. up until sort of was it the tail end of last year and this year, nobody's really given much time to the British Indies, and they just think, oh, no. British people who think they can wrestle, they can't wrestle, and it's just crap. But it's not. Like, some of the talent I've seen just in the last, was it, month, month and a half, it's been outstanding. Yeah. I like, love What about going. that UK tournament they're doing as well in WWE? Oh, the women's one. Oh, the, which one? Because they had the UK tournament that they had at the start of the year, and then they had... Yeah, yeah. Which, Pete, no, oh, Pete Dunne won it. Ah, uh, Tyler Bates, I won it. But now they have... Oh, uh, yeah. They've announced they're having a women's tournament as well, but it's not all UK. All right. Bloody hell. Okay, fair enough. Like again, like you know, if if people are saying you know British people can't wrestle, for example, you know, example, like I I watched a bit of that British tournament. I, I didn't watch a lot of it, but I, I did keep up to date with it. Yeah. And some of the matches they were on, they were phenomenal. I was watching, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is better than the matches they're doing yeah. on WWE. Some of my favorite, like, probably my favorite one on there was Mark Andrews, Pete Dunn. They've obviously they because they're both British indie wrestlers. Oh, was yeah. And NXT, but they wrestle each other. Well, as I mean. Um, a group on Facebook called the Attack Pack, which is all for the Attack Wrestling fans, and obviously there are the British indie fans as well. But um, right. it was something printed in a day that Pete Dunne and, and Mark Andrews arrested each other for ten years on the indie circle. I right, just, okay. It just shows because the ma- the match they had was probably one of the best of the whole tournament. Yeah, like I will admit that, like matches I find with with indie, if you compare it to indie like WWE. 
I find like with you're gonna find a lot more um, you know like high quality matches in the indie because they have something to prove. They are trying to get their name on that map. Yeah. Like with WWE, don't get me wrong, like wrestling's in WWE. Like people who get like you know like Ziggler, um, Miz, you don't get showcased enough for their talent. Do you know what I mean? No. And like um, oh, flip, I, I've just gone blank on the names. Um, it's pretty much no, a, let's just stick, the lower card people, really. Yeah, like mid-carders. Let's, let's just stick to Ziggler, for example. That is a guy who, I probably, I'd probably say he's one of probably the best, like, he, I don't know if he's the best, but he's going to be in my top three of sellers in WWE. He can sell moves. Oh, yeah, I, I, just, I like, rate him. Wow, I always have that. Great seller. But, like, he's just showcasing, like, the feuds they put him in, they make him look, they make him look make so crap. Uh, I feel yeah. it's, yeah, like, I just feel it's not fair on him. Like, he's just, he's used to obviously put people over, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I feel like if Ziggler, like, was used, if, if he was in the Indies, like, I'm not saying, obviously, like, he's not quality for, like, he is, obviously, he's really good in WWE. Yeah. Like, he does have his matches, do you know what I mean? But it's all down to booking at the end of the day, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, booking's pretty much the most important thing really because if you're wrong booking you're not going anywhere really no exactly like um like I was going back to my point that you know in the matches obviously like we see a lot more quality matches in the indies than to WWE like you'll have yeah. like a, I don't know like WWE they do like five minute matches and you think like this match could have went on a lot longer like this could yeah. have been a decent match I don't know if maybe they're saving it for pay-per-views but it's not always that point that you'll see a match on a pay-per-view and you're just like well that was an utter waste of a match yeah it's like, looked much better it's sort of like the people in WWE have already proven their point they don't need to prove anything anymore because they're already at the top company they, it's nice to see the Indians because yeah. they're always trying to prove themselves all the time no exactly yeah I was going to make that point as well exactly I feel 100% the same like I feel like because they are like the top company. Like when you watch some episodes of Raw, and you just think that was utter crap. Like that was three hours of complete crap. Yeah. Like the matches. Like you, you see, like um, a match. Um, you know, like no disrespect to like any like wrestlers or like you know any like genders or anything. But like I saw, who was that? Um, who was that? Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox match. Oh, uh, my God, did you see yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, that was such an awful match. Like, Dana Brooke, I feel, I don't know if it's just the way she's booked, or, or like, maybe the way, like, she presents herself. Like, it just, it looks like she, she can't wrestle. It sort of looks it forced, in a way. Yeah. Because I remember seeing, like, a, yeah. I remember a NXT debut, and I, I thought, she's probably a great wrestler. I just, I didn't, sort of thing to her really yeah yeah like I imagine she is like obviously to be where she is yeah she, I imagine she is a good wrestler but just what from what I've seen like in her matches like I just haven't uh, taken to her really I don't same yeah like I can't I can't get on board with her her character or just her, you know but I, like there is style. a lot of women wrestlers coming through now. And it's quite nice to see like, the women's revolution of this now being sort of tagged. Yeah, yeah. It's quite nice to see that, though, because it, it makes a difference and just always seeing the blokes wrestle and this this seems the same old all the time. Yeah, There's like... There's so I, many I, good I, 
especially British women wrestlers. I go back to the British Indies. I was watching. I've seen her three times now. Nixon Newell. Um, right. she's outstanding. Um, she just had her last match for Attack for Wrestling on the night of WrestleMania. She announced as the last match. I think. Um, there's like three oh. guesses of where she's off. Um, yeah. But there's so many other girls like in ICW. They got Kaylee Ray. Um, and it, it escapes me now what the other one's called. It will come to me though. There's so many good women wrestlers in the Indies and probably in the independent circle in America as well. There's so many yeah. just waiting to come through and just WWE seems to sign all these models that are worried more about their looks than what they actually yeah. do. Anyway. No, like the thing that, like, the thing that really annoys me, like, you get, like, this women's revolution. It's done wonders for the women's division. Like it's it's given them a bit more of a purpose now. You know, you you get to see like, you know, you get to see a lot longer match. Like you got like uh, the first ever women's or the women's what they call divas now. I'm not sure. Uh, women, women now, now yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the first Careful. ever Hell in Cell match was at Charlotte and Sasha. Yeah, I think like so. we're starting to see uh, like you, you know like matches like this that like. <laughs> It's I don't nice wanna, to, I don't wanna be mean, but like in the past, like women's matches were considered like, well, like you know, a bit fillers for the show. You know, people much, get yeah. out and go to toilets. No one really cared about them, you know, just because. Again, going back to your point, you know, all these people who care about their looks more than their actual wrestling abilities, and you yeah. see them and you think, how are some of these people like? Even how are they? How are they here? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like. But it's quite nice I to think. see. It's quite nice to see, like, whereas was it like a year? Maybe, well, probably about two years ago, we were having like five-minute botch fest sort of matches with women wrestlers yeah. or divas, as you would call them. And now we're having fifteen, twenty-minute matches that are pretty top quality, especially with like people like Charlotte, um, yeah, yeah, Bailey, uh, yeah, Sasha. exactly. Like, do you know what this SmackDown just be? Yeah. The main event was a Divas match. Oh, no, a women's match. Sorry, I keep going back to Divas. I'm just so used to saying Divas. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was just, Women's title match. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was Naomi versus Charlotte. Yeah, it was like an interruption, but still, a main event. The closing yeah. of the show was focusing on the the women's division. And I, I think, personally, I think that's great. Like, I, think, I like Because like, it, it, it does get a bit boring just seeing, obviously, men all the time getting showcased as you know, the dominant... Yeah. You know, like, yeah, the dominant gender, you know. Like, oh, look. it's nice to see, like, look, we have female competitors, look what they can do, chuck them in a main, main event. And it's like, personally, I, I, I find it really, like, satisfying watching a women's really? match. Yeah, exactly. Like, watching a women's match, you going, hang on a minute, this is actually really good. Because it's like we had a, we had a, a phase, well, I say phase, like years ago we had, like, what was it, Tristratus, Lita. Tony yeah, Wilson, yeah. all oh yeah. top-class women wrestlers or divas, whatever they were at the time. And then we had, James, yeah, yeah, and then we had like this phase of obviously the Bellas come in. I'm not saying they're terrible, but they're not amazing either. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the Bellas and all these other just no good. Well, not no good, but average wrestlers or women wrestlers, divas. Yeah. 
And it's quite nice now to go through another phase where we've got all these NXT talent coming through that are genuinely really good. Yeah, like the thing that annoys me, I was I was gonna bring this up first, but I just kind of I got sidetracked really. Like the thing that annoys me during this total like diva, like is it not? What's it called? Total divas, isn't it? Total. Yeah, yeah, total, yeah, total divas. Like ever since that's come on, I've noticed a lot of like focuses on men. Now you get like people like they're just focusing on that sort of brand, like that reality yeah. show instead of the actual wrestling itself. I liked how they tried to base the feuds on Total Divas. Yeah, Total Divas was oh, yeah. important in advance. Yeah, like... It was never yeah, gonna they've work. got that platform. No, no, no. Like, they've got that platform. Like, they can make it work, I guess, if they... But the only thing is, I find, like, the, the audience is going to be... <sighs> like, you wouldn't get, like, the hardcore WWE fans, you know, sitting down to watch Total Divas. You know what I mean? No. I, I think it's not really caught my eye, like. I'm not going to lie, I watched maybe a series of it, just to sort of see what it's like. And I, yeah, I've seen little snip clips there. I think I got it's lost not, after maybe just, a series or two. Like, fair enough if they related it to wrestling, do you know what I mean? If maybe yeah. they tried to link the storylines in it, maybe it would kind of interest me, but it's so, like, <laughs> going back to this point of, like, I... It's so much drama. It feels like I'm watching like EastEnders or something. I just don't care <laughs> yeah. about it. Do you know what I mean? I'm just sitting yeah. there like, I don't care about this. I don't care who hates who. Like, if, if they presented it on wrestling and mixed it in with the actual wrestling, like the Natalia has been so and so, you know, they're going to wrestle it out with the pay per view. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'd probably maybe watch it. They yeah. sort of mix with wrestling, but I don't know. It just doesn't work for me, really. Uh, no, I know. What really surprised me, I. Not a wife, but I, I say it surprised me because I haven't seen it in a while. Um, was when I went to again going back to the Attack for Wrestling show I went to on the night of WrestleMania. Um, right. And the one I watched, I can't remember who it was, but it was the Chris Travis uh, Tag Team Invitational. It was a weekend of, I bought a weekend ticket, it was two nights of uh, a tournament, a tag team tournament. Obviously, chucked in with some right. singles matches and stuff. Made some top loss stuff and then it was like, it's surprising there was Nixon Newell on there who was wrestling a bloke called um Chief Deputy Dunn who is the right. champion who his gimmick is that he's part of the anti fun police and his gimmick is well his thing is that you're not allowed no fun at all. <laughs> right, okay. It's quite a good gimmick, I really like it. He's, he's... Why don't you just tell people to watch raw shows? <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have like uh, I'm gonna just rinse by the entire. No, <laughs> well, like she probably mixed it up with with this guy who's in there with male wrestlers every week and really put on a good match. It was a really really good match. Yeah. Getting chucked about like not like your average man and woman WWE match where they sort of pamper it. They really yeah, went yeah. for it, like dive, suicide dives, top move, uh, top rope moves. It was really good. And if you want me to attack, I think I'd, I'd uh, recommend it to anybody. It's a really, really good uh, organization. Okay. Yeah, like they have the, they have their like unique bits where like in WWE nobody cares what the referees and in. 
um, attack they've got Shea Purser that nobody likes. He's a heel ref. Which is something I haven't right. seen before. I like it's quite cool. Um, okay. And it's stuff like oh, they do. They haven't got a bell, so the start of a tap of wrestling matches, the ref will shout one, two, three, and the whole crowd goes like, "We hate Shea." I don't know why, because <laughs> I, I only got into it this year. I don't know what he done yeah. that nobody likes him. But it was stuff like it was um, one of the main matches in the tag team invitational, and they eat. Somebody was getting pinned, and he was like, one, two, and as he went to put his hand up for the three, he pretended he'd pull the muscle in his shoulder, so he couldn't hit the oh, three. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was typical stuff, and I was really good, and I haven't seen that in a long time. But they really That's are changing stuff. Indies, like, the, the indies is just the perfect way to try out new things. Yeah. And half the time it works as well. Try things too, like, thing too. Yeah, they try stuff in live events, but obviously they still got to be careful what they try because they're so yeah, well yeah. known things are going to get out. Yeah, yeah, and then Nixon Newell went on to win the 24-7 title in um, Attack on that WrestleMania show. And if you don't know the 24-7 title, it's sort of like, remember the old hardcore title where they could, it could get defended anywhere at any time? Oh, right, right, okay. It's yeah. like that. And I, the first show I went to, the Titan Invitational, it was like, they make it, I'm trying to think how to word it, but like, a baby won it. Like, it was a thing they'd done, like, it was just a bit of fun. But like, they put Warren, right. who was, who, oh, who is now the former 24-7 Titan uh, uh, champion, they put him in like, some sort of, whole mess about and they said they couldn't do it because they record all their shows on Vimeo and they said oh we can't have anyone under 18 on Vimeo and stuff so they had to put the title back but it's like and they got a video on YouTube of people just defending all the time it's really funny it's just through the street people just oh, yeah. fight in the street it's really funny um, and you know, just going into like Morrison's a weekly shop <laughs> yeah defending the title it, it pretty much is they're just walking through the street and there's one there's one part where I can't remember who it was who was winning it, but there's just people in the background. They're jumping off a wall onto each other, and it's just normal people just walking <laughs> by, just going by the the local day. Like it's brilliant. <laughs> Tell you what, there's another podcast. I know I'm showing another podcast on my podcast now, but there's another podcast I really like. It's um, Flash Morgan Webster's Wrestling Friends. He done a podcast while I was there on the Invitational Tag Team Invitational. And he had, there's a tag team in there called Bowlerama, um, who's feuding with CCK, which is Chris Brooks and Kid Lycos. Um, and Bowlerama's all about, like, the, the people in there are called Splits, Splits McPins and Fat Cat Lloyd Cat. And their thing is that they had a bowling alley. That's how they know each other, to a bowling alley. Somebody, I think somebody smashed it down or broke into it or whatever. So they done a whole thing where like Fat Alley Cackle into wrestling because of Bowler Arm again not he needed money to rebuild it. And then it got burnt bright. So they had to um rebuild it so they got they had to get more money for it. It was really funny. To be such a funny wrestler. That sounds like a compelling like obviously character and storyline. Yeah, I liked it. It's really funny. Yeah. I like the way he comes across in character. He's really funny. I've heard the panties from Slashley, but I, I can't hear any Welsh in his accent. 
Oh, okay. But it's funny though. He's he's hilarious to listen to on a podcast, especially that one. Tell you a, like I know we're showing out other podcasts, um, but there's a, like a news channel that they have started doing podcasts. Well, Rest Talk TV. Oh, they, yeah. they do like weekly podcasts. They'll basically do podcasts though. Um, well, they they started doing like Raw and SmackDown, like reviews on them. Then they'll do like with. Which is better? So they review Raw, review SmackDown. Well, which one they think is better? Yeah. They've started also doing like people have been asking a lot of questions, like how would you book Roman Reigns effectively, or if, if you could like say if you could like rewind time and just book Roman Reigns yourself, how would you book it? Like yeah. breaking off the Shield, you know, he's fresh out of the Shield. How would you book him? How would you book like and the the takeover versus Cena, or how would you book yeah. take his retirement, etc. You know stuff like that. I just think like their opinion is like pretty spot on. Really good insight about it. Oh, so it's going to be a long way back to Roman Reigns now. Though. Yeah, no, like they, they were basically. Do you know how like WWE are trying to shove him down everyone's throat? Yeah. They basically how how would how how would you um it was how would you like repackage him? How would yeah. you fuck him as a heel, etc. Like, because me personally, I think that he does need repackaging just because I need something. He, I, I would like to see him right. Have basically, I know people are like, oh, you'll have, you'll either have your Roman haters in the comments, or you'll have your Roman fans who are like, he's perfect, we you don't need to like yeah, him. Yeah, you don't need to do nothing to him. But yeah. yeah, but I feel like he needs a new attire, and he he needs a new theme song, and just make him bloody heal. Like it's not gonna, yeah, you want him to be the face of the company, yeah, yeah. you want him to be the next baby face, but he, you're not gonna get him like that just by force him. <laughs> Eventually, you could get him like that. But you gotta make, you gotta make. <laughs> people hate him before you, you can make him love him. That's, that's what I find with WWE. Yeah, I find at the minute he's more like a tweener rather than... Obviously, he's meant to be face. Yeah. But he's more like a tweener for a minute. He's, like, he's not a face. He's not a heel. He's sort of just doing what he wants for a minute. And it, 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 they just seem lost to him, I suppose. Yeah. I, I feel like they're probably frustrated that he's not... That he's not getting over like they want him to. Yeah. Like it goes back to what Vince Vince's argument is with it. He's like, oh, he gets a reaction. Yeah, but like not everyone, but that's not the best. The majority reaction, of them. It? No, like the majority of them hate him. They generally like, yeah. Like, uh, like nothing down to him. I like, I bet he is a lovely person. Don't get me wrong. He's just doing his job. I understand that, but it's it's just like. Oh my god, it's just, it's a bad dream, I feel. Oh, yeah, like, I know what you mean. He's just constantly in your face, and you just want to go, oh my god, like, go away. And that's the thing as well, like, Raw and SmackDown, obviously on a Raw, um, I find them so boring to sit through. Then you're all about revealing yeah. Raw and SmackDown, like, if I got given one show to go and watch for the rest of my life, whether it be Raw or SmackDown, I'd probably pick SmackDown 100% over it. <laughs> Yeah, I'd pick SmackDown just because it's shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just an hour, no, like, like, I don't have to, like, you know, sit SmackDown, there. they cram everything they can into two hours, but they, it fits well, and it sort of phases into each other well. Whereas Raw, they yeah. just seem to drag everything out. The promos are about 15 minutes long. Oh, my God, some of the promos. And there's so many advert breaks. It's just, it's every two minutes, they're going, oh, we're off to, a, off to an advert break. Do you have to? 
Oh, I know. Do you always know annoy me? Do you remember when they have like a half an hour match on Raw? Like, fair enough, I'm not complaining because it's a half an hour match, you know, wrestling, something yeah. I want to see. But, like, I hate it when they'd start the match, they go into 10 minutes of it, and they go, right, we'll come back after the break to see who's won. He'd come back, he's like, oh, welcome back, blah, blah, blah. Randy Orton's got Cena in a headlock. They'll wrestle for another 10 minutes and go, right, ladies and gentlemen, it's like another break and we'll be right back. You say, oh, <laughs> come on. Just, ah. Uh. Oh. Uh, but then they'll come back, you miss a bit of entertainment, obviously because it's live, like we're not in the arena, so we'll miss like maybe Randy Orton throwing Cena, and then they'll show it back, but it's still not the same. No, it's passed, seen it live, right, it's then, gone. Yeah, but then like they'll show it back, it'll be another two minutes of wrestling, now we know where Orton RKO's in, wins, and you're just like, oh. Oh, oh. It's just so frustrating, like, I, I hated it. And I definitely click smack on it just seems to phase into each other so much better than what Raw does. I feel like with SmackDown, what what they've got on Raw, a lot of people compare SmackDown to Raw. They, again, it, like it, it does make sense, but they say like SmackDown, it, you know, they used to like oh, SmackDown's a land of opportunity. Yeah. Like they've actually proven that though. Like for example, let's look at your number one contender for the championship, Jinder Mahal. Like, <laughs> no, you'd, you'd if, never if you, got that. No, if you said to me Jinder Mahal would be the number one contender. No offence to the guy, like, you know... Oh, he's in some shape, ago. though. Have you seen the veins on that guy? Oh, yeah, like a like, bit there shred, is not, There is not an inch of fat on that guy. No, like, it goes back to that joke. Have you, have you seen the movie um, Step Brothers? Yeah. Do you know uh, Derek in it? Will, like, Will Ferrell's brother in it? Yeah. When he makes that joke, he's like, I haven't eaten the carbs since, like, 2004. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I can just picture that gender. Like, no carbs gender. Oh. Um. I, I, I'm pretty sure he always used to be in shape. I can't. I remember being in W, but I can't remember the shape he was in. But since oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, he was in decent shape, and now like he's come back in a standing like, shape. Yeah, There's not an inch of fat like, on a bloke. It's not like he's a small guy. He's a really oh, no, big no, no, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Jinder Mahal being number one contender was a bit strange. I read about that though. Apparently they've done it because they need to appeal more to their Indian, um, their Indian. Uh, fan base. Oh, right, okay. Because I think it was something like they're releasing the network in India for the first time, or they're releasing something like ah, for the first time, so right, they need okay. to sort of aim at them. Oh, uh, right, that, yeah. I don't that know if he'll actually win the title. I don't know, it'll be quite a surprise Can if he you does. see him winning it? Do you reckon? Do you reckon? I don't know, he's aggressive enough. He looks quite. He, he looks the character until probably he starts talking. Um. I don't. I I don't know, man, because I saw. Um, I think he did a promo after he became number one contender. I can't remember. I think it was a Renee Young was just in doing. I think it was, and I found he was he was, he was pretty pretty good, like better than what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't talk that much when he was in free MB, did he? No. But there's oh, not much uh, you can really you can get an Indian book in a rock band. And a three-man yeah, exactly, rock band yeah. to see. There's really not much. Well, but like going back to his appearance, talk I feel like which, that's that. Drew Galloway oh, from three-man band. Uh, I've seen him quite a few times since he left WWE. He's obviously back now, but he had some outstanding yeah, yeah. matches on the indie circle down in ICW. Yeah, with, yeah. Um, I was in the oh, black yeah, table I agree. Like, yeah. He was in like a, a stable called the Black Label. I, 
I can't remember who everyone was in it, but there was Jack Chester was in it with him, who's outstanding. He's probably one of the most hardcore wrestlers I've seen for quite a while, amongst others. And it was him, and it was her, and I can't remember who it was, and it'll bug me. Um, yeah, you know, he, he had some outstanding matches. I just hope they book him right now he's come back. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing, like, with WWE, like, if superstars leave, they do alright on the independent circuit and they come back. I feel like WWE, it's gonna sound mean saying this, but I feel like they bring them back. To use them? Sort of, to use them, because there's a lot of hype at the moment. I feel like they use them to get over, like, main people. Yeah. Like, the thing that frustrates me, I, don't get me wrong, I'm happy the Hardy boys are back. Yeah. I, just, I can't believe they're back to me. I'm like, oh my god, they're back. This is amazing. Oh my god. But uh, I feel like I I have this big fear that WWE aren't going to use them properly. Like, they're not going to. Yeah. They're just obviously going to use them to prove a local talent, or they're just going to, like, bury them. It's going to be like having the Dudley boys back again. Like they, Exactly. They booked yeah. them, alright, but they were, you could tell they were booked just to help get the other people over. Like, the youngest yeah. generation. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is fair. Like, I understand, like, they're looking out for them. There's always the argument in WWE, you know, part-timers, WWE always looking out for, like, the older people, you know, relying yeah. on Cena or etc. Like, uh, yeah, I'm happy they're using younger people, like, they're putting over younger people, but also, it also, like, hurts, like, other teams as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're going to use the Hardys to put over, like, teams, you know, maybe, like, Enzo and Cass, or, like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it's, it, like, I understand what they're doing it, but it's also going to hurt the Hardys as well. I know. Like, they've got to do, they do it in a fair way, where they're, they're at least, like, building them up, not making them complete jobbers, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, it's, it, it's a difficult not, thing. To, not getting people to turn on them as well, like. It's a difficult thing to do, I suppose, but I think we still need to put, like, obviously, like, the number Hardys put tag titles on them, but I think they missed the ball with the Dudley boys not putting tag titles on them, though. It would have been nice some no, down, was it, yeah, like, yeah. the 10th ring or something That would have been nice. Yeah, like, at least, like, yeah, one title ring, like, because have they retired now? Um, Devon is working backstage at WWE now. I can't yeah. remember doing what. But, um, I know Bubba is, I think he's gone back to the indie circle. Or he start, he's going back to his wrestling school or something. Ah, oh, right, okay. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, they missed a big opportunity there. They could have given them, you know, like, that's not going to hurt. Just, just, they could have given them one more title run. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have hurt them that much, would it? No, not really. Like, even um, if it's, like, for, I don't know, a couple of months, like, I mean, or a month, you know? Yeah. Nobody cares, like. Because they, they're going to be retiring, between, aren't they? So. Yeah, just between pay-per-views, it'd be nice. Yeah. Um, it, would, it just would be nice to see them, like, you know? Yeah. I think, I don't know, I think for the next sort of, obviously this is our first podcast, and it's obviously, I apologize if the audio is a bit shit, because we were afraid just to get it working. What I'm going to try yeah, and do, yeah, it's a work in progress, but bear with us. Um, what I'm going to try and do, if I get times of the week, is try and watch more Progress wrestling shows and the Lucha Forever. Um, I think it's Lucha Forever. Yeah. Uh, no, Lucha Underground. Sorry. Uh, 
maybe. Um, and more Attack Pro Wrestling shows and try and review them every week. Because the only ones oh, yeah. I've got so far is the last Attack Pro Wrestling show I went to, which was really good. Yeah, yeah, you were saying that, weren't you? I was ill with it, like, but other than that, it was a great show. Like, I didn't like standing up to it all, only because I was ill. The other shows I've been to, I don't care about standing up, but it was really good. And it's stuff like the little things, like the wrestlers in the show I went out for a drink with on the Titan Invitational, um, which is quite funny listening to Morgan Webster do his podcast, Hangover. Um, and then like a month later I went to the WrestleMania one and people like EC Drew who's outstanding is, is, like his gimmick is every week he'll come out as a different ECW wrestler really? like he's done he's done like I'm pretty sure he was Rhino in the Tag Team Invitational I might be wrong Um, and he's been like the Sandman and he's been put a lot of the big names on him like Sabu and stuff um, yeah. Oh, Sabu. Yeah. Um, I he remembered me and me and my mate and Flash Morgan Webster remembered us, and then they had another like start having another chat. That's just quite nice. They like, you wouldn't get that in WWE. No, no, no. Yeah. At all. Yeah, I agree. They're their whole bus off to the next hit, and you don't see him until another year. There's some really good. Like there was some good matches on there. The first match that came on was an Extreme Rules match, and as much as it wasn't. I don't think there was blood, that I can remember, because it was a while ago now. But it was really good. Yeah. They were, it involved like they were stapling each other with a. Oh, oh, oh. I was gonna say a stapler, but it was one of those big ones. You know the ones you staple into like, uh, like walls and stuff. It was one of them. Ah, oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. They opened, uh, drawing pins or thumbtacks in the ring, and they were chatting each other on that. It just had they go through tables. It had pretty much everything you could want, really. Probably. Flash Morgan Webster yeah. on there against a the guy that I think was in the UK tournament for WWE. Mm. Charlie Sterling. That was a good match. It was quite funny. What? Charlie Sterling kept watching, getting in and out of the ring, or he'd slip getting against the top top rope or whatever. I purpose, or? I don't know. It looked like it was an accident, and everyone laughed at him when he'd done it, so I don't know whether it was a botch or whether it was on purpose. But it was quite funny, anyway. And they had that heel ref, she, uh, fighting for the 24-7 title against the guy who had at the time Warren, which was really popular. It was quite funny. They tried to book it. They went to book it like the Goldberg brought Les in the match. Uh, it was a SummerSlam. I think. Is this SummerSlam? Oh, I think like squash match. Yeah. Oh, Survivor Series, yeah. 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 Oh, and and they, they booked it for that, like like that until the end where she rolled him up. I think he rolled him up in the small package and pinned him to win. I think. I no think way. that's how it went. <laughs> and he won it and then out came Nixon Newell and then out she was wrestling obviously her last match and she she won the title then. Um yeah, that was it was really funny. Good. It was a really good match. Then you had like your best two out of three falls match with it for the attack, uh, tag team titles where at the time, Bolarama, I was on about earlier, with Fat Cat, White Cat and Split Smoke Pins with the, with the champions. Um, yeah. With CCK, which I also like. It's quite funny. They've got, um, 
a wrestler for CCK called Kid Like Us. And he'll, he wrestles in a mask and stuff. And every now and then he'll scream to the crowd. And the crowd will go, shut up, like us. Stuff like that. Funny. Really funny. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I do like that. I do like when, like, um, wrestlers will have a bit of banter with crowds. Like, yeah. on, um, the thing is, like, on, I think it was Raw. Yeah, yeah, because Alexa Bliss, uh, Bliss is on Raw now. Yeah. She had a bit of banter with the crowd because, um, oh, the other one chants. Yeah. yeah, like, people going, what, what? And I don't know what she said. Like, I think it was like, um, if, if you're stupid, say what? Say and then what? Went, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I like that. Like I think she is like she is really great on the mic. She yeah, is really great. I like her. Like, she's probably one of my favorites at the moment. Just for like she just I, with me she just stands out. Yeah, I like her. I have done for a while. She's really really good. Yeah, and then she has a lot of potential. We also she's had best. like two Welsh wrestlers. Uh, um, um, Mike Byrne and Wild Bo, really good. Right, they I'm I think they're still tag team champions in ICW. Um, under a different name called the Marauders, I think they're called with Yestin Reese. Um, oh, right. they defeated the bro- the brothers of Obstruction. It's, <laughs> it's two guys called Jim Obstruction and Lee Obstruction, and it's like they they come out in their gimmick stuff, and they're like, with a, I think they come up with a, um a clipboard and they're like health and safety officer sort of things. Um. That was it, sort of gimmick, but it's really funny. <coughs> and I, I watched the video the other day, and it's stuff like they come up with a towel and they wipe the ring down before they wrestle to make sure nobody slips because it's uh, obviously health and safety. <laughs> uh, yeah, you had. Uh, like a pretty good one. Oh yeah, it was a really good gimmick. But they were in with the anti-fun priests as well, and they had a match after that. Danny Jones and Dan Maloney. Trying to think of the top head with all the matches in. So sorry if I missed any out. That was a good match. I enjoyed that. I've seen a damn long time. I think he was in the UK tournament. Or he was on, was it World of Sport on ITV? I can't remember which one he was on. He was on one of the two. And then the last match was class. That Chief Deputy done against Eddie Dennis, who was a wrestler from Swansea. Um, they wrestled for the Attack Pro title. Or as it's known in the middle, no fun title. Um, cause Chief Deputy Dunn has it. Uh, he's still a champion, but it was stuff like they climbed the balcony. Oh, well, they went half at the balcony and threw Chief Deputy Dunn off the stairs down into the Brothers of, of Obstruction and another guy that's with him called Los Federales Santos Jr. It was just a great spot in the match. That was, it was really good. I enjoyed the whole match. So much yeah, I do, I do I, want to watch like, more indie stuff. So much so, but I went out and forced an Eddie Dennis t-shirt. Even if he did force me to buy it, I went there to get an either an EC2 top, a Nixon Newell t-shirt, or an Eddie Dennis top. And because it's the indies, the wrestlers sell the merch as well. And um, he was selling his t- he, was, he was at the merchandise table, trying obviously to get people to buy his merch. And he sort of yeah. talked me into it. I call it peer pressure, I suppose. He peer pressured me into getting it. I ended up getting it. And I ended up getting a next new top after. So I ended up spending 40 quid on two t-shirts. Oh, well. Worth the pause. Remember, kids. Be a star. <laughs> Don't be a bully. <laughs> <laughs> be a star. 
Uh, Do you remember right. that? Uh, remember that like uh, period right back when Ruth he was that bully. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah, that, yeah, that gimmick when he was that bully. I think that was around the time they were doing the Beer Star, weren't they? Yeah, weren't they like right back rules or something? He was going. Was it right back rules? Yeah, like, there, was a, there was a time when he was like, "I'm the big guy." And, yeah, and he'd go around <laughs> like backstage bullying people, and I'm just thinking, like, you're how campaigning you have a gimmick against where you just, it. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It kind of beats the whole purpose, you know. Be a star, and then you have a muscly guy. I remember coming out. Stage, like. I remember coming out beating somebody. I can't remember who it was. He beat somebody down. He was like, "That's what I do." Two bullies. That's, just, <laughs> that's the best thing I remember from being. I don't know. He was meant to be the bully, but he was seen as everybody else as the bully. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I think that's pretty much everything I did cover. We covered it. There's not been much happening, like I think. Of. Oh, one thing I do want to get out to check out is there's a really good documentary on uh, Flash Morgan Webster. He wrestled in the qualifying match against Zack Sabre Jr. for the um, Cruiserweight uh, Classic. Um, right. Didn't get through, but he injured. I think he injured his ankle and a shoulder, his shoulder, his rotator cuff in in the match. It was brutal, and there's a documentary you now when he was um, in recovery and rehab. He was how he sort of handled himself. Like he started a podcast, he started doing different things, and it was really good. It was a really good watch. So he went up. I think it was a half hour long, maybe a bit longer. Um, right, I'd recommend it to anybody. I think I shared it on my Facebook the other day. It's really good. Well, we can chuck like if you want to, you can probably chuck in the description for everyone. Yeah, I'll chuck in the link. Like, yeah, I'll chuck in the link or something. It's uh, yeah, really, really good. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, I don't know when we're gonna do it. It'll be in the week. I'm not sure what day. Yeah, like we're both pretty busy, but we'll try like to get together at least once a week to it. Yeah, I'll yeah. try my best. Yeah, and then hopefully next time I'll have better sound as well. And I you might do, I might have, I might have better sound next time. And I have, I also might do some more prep for it this time, rather than <laughs> just jumping on and sort of talking about it. <laughs> yeah, well, this was mainly a bit, a bit of a test for us as well, really, because you know it's just your first one and your first take. Just yeah, and it's going to sound probably like yeah. Yeah, it's going to sound jittery as hell, I think. And yeah, like not everyone's first thing they do is amazing. Like, do you know what I mean? No, I like people have things where whatever they touch turns to gold. But yeah, normally whatever I touch turns to shit. So, but <laughs> I'm gonna really try hard this one. So, hence, like, what was it like an hour before this we spent trying to get the the, the microphone to work and the audios to work? Oh yeah, good solid hour. Yeah, easy an hour. That stressed me out. Can't say we're not committed. Exactly. The the effort there. Yeah. Um, hope. This first one been rather enjoyable. I've tried to fit in as much as the indie stuff as I can. Uh, hopefully soon we'll have some more people on that know a little bit more about the indie stuff rather than me just talking about my opinions and the gimmicks I like. Yeah. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. Like if yeah, if any of you in the comments have any opinions, if you want to talk, just chuck in. Like we don't care. Yeah. If you disagree with us, just let us know. Like whatever. Yeah, I mean, I might, if you disagree, I might end up blocking you on, on, on you, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such is <was> life. <laughs> oh, 
or in the words of Nixon Ewell, Cela V. <laughs> um that's pretty much it for this week. Uh hopefully tune in next week. Alright, bye guys. Ciao.